long as you a, attentive though, you know what I'm saying? It's it's all good. I'm with you. You didn't already hit that button, didn't you? Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? That's how we you know, have some intro without the intro. Yeah, uh what they call it that uh back and forth. What? Nah, the pre show banter. That's what I'm. I'm. I'm attentive. I'm here. All right, man. As long as you attentive. Mm-hmm. What up? What up? What up? This is Steph G, and this is a special, special, special edition of His, Hers, and the True Podcast. Uh, today, I got my brother here. Uh, I don't Are know what sure? to call you. Are you my brother? Yeah. But Blood you brother. paused. You were a little. No, unsure. I'm sure. I'm positive. Okay. I'm sure. Right. I'm there. I just don't know how to how to introduce you, so I want you to introduce yourself. Uh, Stan G. Stan G. This Steph G. This Stan G. Yeah. Uh, been my brother all my life. Blood brother, same mama, same daddy. Everybody ain't got the, you know, the same uh, abilities, but yeah. They got the abilities. Not in the same. Okay, the same house. I'm sorry. There same house. There That's go. what it is. There you go. Born and raised in the same house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Used to pick on me a lot. I kept you safe and I kept you warm. <laughs> That's what I did. Nah, nigga, you used to pick on me, man. No. But it, it, I think I think you know life's. I, I wouldn't say circle back around, but life is. Life's been good lately. Yeah, you turned out all right. Yeah, man. You I, turned out all right. I appreciate it. you. You you know what? The way you used to pick on me, gave me. Hold on. It gave me the 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 mindset the characteristic trait of the I don't give a fuck what nobody say and ask him ki- for an example of how I picked on him alright so this the deal he doesn't have it <laughs> I don't but do, 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 but do, what do. I'm saying is is that you gave you helped me get those characteristic traits over time well that's good so i appreciate that man. it was all good for but how you doing man i'm good man i'm out the house yeah man it's it's like i'm out the house hey. that's an event in itself yeah because yeah. i was actually talking to dad about uh you and i should do more stuff we should we should like uh, you know outside of golfing you no. know when, no whenever I mean, cause we, you know, last year we took a trip before COVID happened. Right. You know before. what I'm saying? We took a trip to Dallas. That was a new little thing for us. We ain't went. We ain't went out of town since state days. Eh, yeah. Together, it's been a we, yeah. We, it has we ain't been, been out of town since state days. But that's life, though. Living, man. Just moving around, trying to, trying to make something happen, and look up, and then it's. Things have happened, and those and things times have passed. Yeah. Those things need pull-ups, and they want applesauce and Capri Suns. And yeah, man. So now, yeah. I mean, we can we can just you know jump right into it. You and I both are fathers. Yeah, both have daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is older, and so you know, I I don't know if you got your uh your ability. Or your, you know what I'm saying, your confidence to have a kid for me or not. But you know what I'm saying? It's all good if it's in silence. You didn't. You know, it's all love. I right looked there. at you and said, well, he didn't die. I'll be okay. <laughs> I'll so, be all right. Let me ask you this. When I told you I was having a kid, how did you feel? Initially, like, dead ass. <laughs> I don't really want to say it on camera. No, but dead ass. You, you thought I was going to fuck up? 
No, 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 no. I ain't, I wasn't worried about that part. I was just like, man, you don't want to say it. You nah. just, don't worry about it. If you don't want to say it. Just don't worry about it. I'm, I'm I, so really, it was a stupid reaction. So when you said, "Yeah, I got one on the way," I said, "I know he ain't talking about no." <laughs> Can't be talking about no. <laughs> I don't know, man. I ain't. I, it's just be honest. You put people. We all do it. I think we put people in certain categories. We think they can't do certain things, or not. Not they can't do certain things, but you just like I don't see you in that light. Yeah. You, my little brother. Not so. You're my younger brother. You're not so little anymore. And it was kind of like. He got a kid? How that happen? How that work? I almost had to go back to health class. <laughs> almost. I was like, how that work? Yeah, so that's how I felt, man. It's just like, I don't know. I guess I just never budgeted for it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was like, uh, I don't know. It was like when I when I had told people, you know, hey, I got a a kid coming. It was like. I don't know. It just, it just felt like people were shocked, but I did have a feeling like people think I wasn't about to be able to do something, or I wasn't about to be able to raise my kid the way I need to raise my kid. Why do you think? Why do you feel that way? I don't know. It it was just like <clears throat> I'll say like a like an energy thing, like a what? You you finna do what? Where were you working at the time? If you care to. I had just I had just started working at uh, Striker. Did you? My math. Okay, here we go. So all right, so <laughs> I'm doing my math. So listen, there. when I, when I when I when I found out I was having a kid, right? What year was that? That was 2016. I was working. I was working at Striker. I had just left my other job. And you was out of school. I was out of school. You was out of school. Okay. Yeah, I was out of school, and then. Uh, I was still shit working two jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, one and a half. Anyway, I was working. And I was making pretty good money. This was like around the time I was making like nineteen fifty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it was just, <clears throat> and I was still living at home. Nineteen fifty and now. Mm-hmm. That's a little stunt, ain't it? No, nah, man. Just a little bit, a little bit. He was like, that's when I was making nineteen fifty dollars. You got folks fighting over fifteen dollars out here. You like, yeah, I was making nineteen fifty, man. I was really struggling at the time. You know, I was really going through it with nineteen fifty. No, well, if we look at it, it was I made that much and then I dropped back down to like fifteen. Cause that hurt, won't it? Well, it. I mean, that hurt. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll say it like this. It was, I was making the money, and then at that time, our contract was over after like a year at UMS. I remember that. But I already was talking to the other lady in the psychiatric department. And so, by the time our, our contract was over, I had already got the job over at the other department. So, I had got the job at the other department, mm-hmm. and I had my other job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was... I wasn't working as much at my other job when I was working with Stryker, but once I started the other department, I was able to come in and work my other job. So it's kind of like the money I was making still was 
still coming in. Right. So, right. yeah, all that. But I was, you know what I'm saying? I was stacking, you know, saving, uh, trying to get ready for Skylar to come. And it was just like, I don't know, man. It was just, <clears throat> in my mind, I kept saying, this shit, this shit ain't. This shit ain't real, man. This shit ain't like I really got a kid coming. Fact. And so I was I mean, I was excited though, man. I I was I was blessed to be able to fly out there and, you know, uh see the birth of my daughter and things of that nature. And then I was just welcomed into fatherhood like that. Uh, you know, it was a little up and down start in the beginning due to, you know, the distance and stuff. But right. uh everything turned out fine, so uh, to go back to your point, I hate to cut you off, but I think it's responsibility. I think if people don't, I think the shock that you were getting from everybody and even the shock you might have had, you know, internally was like, this is a different level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. So, like, think about this. Think about somebody who manages people on the job, right? Right. You manage people on a job. Just say at the time you're doing it, you don't have kids. You pop up one day and you're like, yeah, me and my spouse are expecting. Well, everybody kind of already associates you with responsibility. Managing people, managing processes, making sure you in place where you need to be at the time you need to be. And people just feel like those things transfer over into... they're probably fluid, right? So they transfer into the work life and they also transfer back into the home life. But if we don't never see you doing nothing responsible. I was paying bills, the bills that I had. But we don't sit over your shoulder when you pay bills. No. We see you out here wilding. When I I moved (laughs) out, that was a whole. Wilding. So we like wilding, wilding, wilding. Hey, y'all, I got a kid on the way. They like, oh, that baby ain't gonna make it. <laughs> that baby, but that baby I, I'm, in I'm, trouble. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why I was shocked, but I still had confidence in myself. It was because I was, I wasn't working with babies, but my patience level had got to a whole different point from just working with kids mm-hmm. for so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, <clears throat> it was like. When 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 Skylar was born, I had the mindset of, "Hey, all them complaints you be having, gotta go." If you or you, if you thinking about complaining about something she's doing, it gotta go. And so that helped me understand. You better man than me. <laughs> it helped me. All day. I mean, it helped me <laughs> understand. You me. know, when it was just crying and I would get frustrated. You know, it was just mm-hmm. be like, "Hey." She can't talk yet, so you have to be patient, and you have to figure out what what it is that she needs. And so I I think I think <laughs> better man than me. I think I think that whole part about me was just, you know, I told you, man, I always get that like fuck it in myself. Yeah, you do. Where it's just I right, fuck it, I gotta do it. Yeah. And that, then it gets, and you know, what I'm saying? it gets done. And so I think <clears throat> just coming into fatherhood, it was like all right. Fuck it. You did this. <laughs> Everything that's coming your way, you need to get ready for it. You brought this on yourself. Right. And so, I mean, my question to you is, because Shy is what? Two? Two. About to be three. About to be 
What do you think changed you prior to Shy being here? What changed about you prior to her coming? Uh, I can't say anything really changed um, prior to her getting here. Yeah. Um, I've seen really my biggest development, my biggest growth, like in the past few months, as crazy as that sounds. So, um, when you're talking about getting ready for her to be here, man, listen, right before we, I drove Sydney to the hospital. I don't know if I ever told you this. I was on the back porch. I ain't gonna say that. Listen, I was stressed (laughs) out. I was stressed out. I was on the back porch while I called JT on the phone. I said, JT, I don't know, bro. I don't know if I can do it, bro. He said, nah, nah, bro, you going to be fine. I'm like, you can say that. You can say that. You got three of them. You all right. I'm scared. Mm. I was Why scared. you didn't call me? Mine was already here. I was, bro, I was, I was just not in a good headspace because <laughs> I was just not in a good headspace, man. I just didn't, I didn't know. It was all the uncertainty. It's all the uncertainty. But, uh, and uh, like I said, it wasn't not, it wasn't uh, some major development before she got here. I saw my change when, um, I guess, like I said, in the more recent months with COVID and all that other stuff and thinking about how easy it was for, you know, it was people our age passing. So that mm-hmm. trip he was just talking about where we went to Dallas. On the way back, we're stopping at Texarkana to oh, get yeah, some of that. Uh, um, root, it was some golden chick. Golden chick. Um, free plug. Free plug. Send us some. But, uh, at least a two-piece. At least a two-piece. And some okra. Exactly. And um, we're sitting in the restaurant eating, and we get the news over the TV. Kobe Bryant's dead. No, not dead. Not officially dead yet. Helicopter crash. crash. Yeah, helicopter crash. So, you got... That pops off 2020. Then it's COVID. And then it's... R.P. COVID. Then it's people, you know, people passing, passing, passing. And then we get to August, and who passes? Love. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I'm... Wait, but before that, for me, it was... I was a... I was a big Pop Smoke fan. Really? Yeah. Never knew that. And when when Pop Smoke passed in February, I was like, bro, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. I was sick. You know what I'm saying? And it was just because I was like, man, dude, what, 20 years old? You know what I'm saying? And the dude, and what happened was the dude he was with posted the address of where they were. And some kids came in there and tried to rob them mm-hmm. or rob I mean, them. I kind of, I kind of know the storyline, but I, I, I feel you though. And at twenty, was, at twenty, twenty, because just like they were showing when a couple of years ago he had just graduated high school, and they were just like, "Dang, bro!" Like, I did not know you were a pop smoke fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I mean, it was just. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm cutting you out. Go no, ahead you finish. Could. Yeah, you Chadwick Boseman had passed. And at that point, it was like, now, granted, 
there are people passing every day. The numbers are through the roof. Um, all that's beating on me. But with these two icons, this is what stuck out to me. Because all of us, we get up every day, we go to work. You know, I'm young, relatively young, depending on who you ask. Young, ambitious, you trying young to do in this, something. in this room here. You, you're pretty young. All right. So, uh, getting up every day, just, you know, grinding, trying to put something together, having some ambition, aspiring to be something in life, and realizing that with these two icons I just held up, right? Chadwick, mm -hmm. Kobe, you can attain the highest level of whatever, get as much money as you want to get, and guess what? When it's your time, it's your time. None of that saves you. Right. So that's the moment where I kind of, you know, stepped back, started reflecting a bit. And I was like, I have a daughter. And no matter, like I said, what I'm trying to uh, attain professionally, the most important titles I'll ever have is probably, well, brother, son, husband, father. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And that and that's when I started changing, and that's really been in the more more recent months. Yeah. And that's when I I realized and really valued the title of father. Not that I didn't care, but before, but it was in light of death, like death being at every turn. I was like, forget everything else is second to this right here. Yeah. Everything is second to this right here. Yeah, I, I know as soon as, or not as soon, but when Kobe passed and then Pop had passed, it was just more people had started passing. And so that's when I started thinking about life insurance more. Exactly. And when I started thinking about life insurance more, it was just, you know, the goal is to, you know, raise my daughter to be the best person that she wants to be. Mm -hmm. But in the instance that, you know, I have an early demise from when I really want to. I need to have her, you know, set. Yeah. I need yeah. to have her okay. I need to have her mom okay. You know, it's, and it's, it was just, you know, make sure you take care of people in light of death. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> I started thinking more so on the aspect of all right when my time is over what can i leave my child right you know and then not only just leaving her something financially uh you know what am i leaving for my own legacy and what am i leaving for her to be able to start her own legacy yeah for her life and so uh just all that stuff came into play after you know all the deaths in 2020 and now i think <clears throat> not only did that elevate me more as a father uh, that elevated me more as just a person in general, you know, just a, mm -hmm. as we say, providers mm -hmm. uh, of the world. That's what I was looking more so at. So uh, I, I I agree with you, and I understand when you say, like in the recent months, that you know, you you've you've noticed more, you changed more, you did more for your daughter. Mm -hmm. So. <clears throat> Now, what do you think about when it comes down to in the later years of her life? Do you think you're ready for, you know, having to teach her? What, let me ask you this, what age do you think you would teach her the game? Uh, so, this is a crazy, okay, my opinion. 
I think I like to get I like to get game wholesale. Mm-hmm. That I mean, like front load, give it all to me. I, I no bits, no bits and pieces. No bits and pieces, and the reason why I say that is because I'm a big picture person. If I can understand the bottom line <clears throat> reason of why we're doing it, I can either get on board with it or not. But I've got I got what I need to make a a, a conscious decision. You know what I'm saying? If you give me, uh, well, I need you to dig. I need you to dig holes. I need twenty holes by the end of the day. Why? Mm-hmm. Now, if you tell me we're breaking ground for a new shopping mall, <clears throat> oh, okay. That's yeah. the whole picture. That's the yeah. big picture. And see, I take that piece of game, and then I say, okay, well, if we're breaking <clears throat> ground on the shopping mall. Uh, how can we get invested? You know what I'm saying? How we how we can turn another dollar somewhere? Now I'm really invested in whatever we're doing because I I see the big picture. But if you tell me I need you I need you to dig ten, uh, twenty holes by the end of the day, it doesn't work. Said all that to say, um, given the the daughter's game, uh, I'm definitely gonna give it to him retail pieces, pieces. But and I I say that because if you really think about like our life with the coaches, even with the the men and the women uh, who helped raise us, it was really focusing on small stuff. And if you mastered small stuff, it would get you where you were going. Something as simple as, do you know the story about the time I skipped football practice? I was with Sydney. No, no. Tenth grade, <laughs> my now wife. Uh, it's tenth grade. Summertime, and it's time to practice, you know. Instead, I go over to my girlfriend's house, and we're watching You Got Served. Damn, yo. Yeah, yeah, watching You Got Served, and just hanging out and stuff. And I don't know, Dad must have asked me, how football practice go today? I said, uh, man, I ain't even go. I was just sitting, what? You doing what? Boy, don't you never, goddammit. He was mad, man. And the deal was, his thing was this. He said these words, and it still stuck with me. He said, you never miss work because there's always somebody looking to take your job. Now, how relevant is that today? How relevant is it? Hey. Are you asking personally how relevant is it? I mean, you think about this. You're talking about. (laughs) I mean, I tell you. Where we at? <laughs> what time we? At? I'll be <laughs> anyway. Anyway, the way I look at it is like this. I mean, what as I move through, as I kind of move through life, uh, and looking at just things professionally, there are a lot of people out here who are hungry, mm-hmm. ambitious, uh, and the day that you don't show up to work, that person that's been waiting on you to mess up, they get slid in your spot. Yeah. So he didn't give me the big picture. But you ended up starting, right? So you was all right. And I mean, I mean, you know, that's kind of like the whole. That's kind of like the I mean, whole. You know, that's gay response. What? I, jumping off the <laughs> jumping off the bridge. Like in the end, it worked out in my favor. But anyway, yeah. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. You know, what I'm saying handle your business first and then enjoy your pleasure later. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that's that. That really, I mean, you still can apply it to life today. 
I tell you what, next week. What's this? Today, Friday? Uh, in, a, in, a, in an hour or so. Oh, man, I'm all off. I tell you what, all next week, don't show up. See how that work out for you. Can I use my PTO? Uh-uh. Just don't show up. I didn't have no PTO. Uh, I, I couldn't call in and say, Coach, uh, I'm going to take, take three hours today. Nah, just don't show up. Yeah. See how Somebody that works. depending on me, though. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody, <clears throat> I know somebody that's now. It's somebody that's, that's looking, depending on you. That's looking, well, somebody's that's depending on me. But I know folks are looking to get the job that I have. Like, I know personally they're looking to get that job. You know what I'm saying? If I ended up, you know, leaving, they're going to try to still slide in there, even if we cool or not. You know, you still going to try to slide in there it and it, work it, that job. Yeah, because being cool ain't got nothing to do with <clears throat> at 6 o'clock what's on the table. What's yeah. on the table? Yeah. And what's on your table ain't on my <clears throat> table. You know what's crazy? To kind of segue off a little bit into another topic, I was talking to mom. Mm-hmm. And so she has said that dad did a great job at showing us how to provide and just talking to us about being men, right? Mm-hmm. But dad didn't show us, an, I'll say enough, I'm implementing enough mm-hmm. of actually being attentive. To your kids or your kid, in our in our sense, do you believe in do you do you think do she was I right agree? saying that? Yeah, do you agree? Mm. <clears throat> I well, let me ask you this: How often do you remember going, Dad going to appointments with us? And it's no and, and as I say this, is no knock against my father. No, no way, no way at all. But uh, I. Definitely remember him taking me to football physicals when they were doing them. I want to say it over there on Canis. Yeah, I remember where. Aside from anything sports, sport related, related from Dennis because I was doctors, about to throw another sport thing out there. Uh, not much. Library visits, not much. But this is what you gotta. This is what you're dealing with. In my opinion. No, this is these are hard facts. You're dealing with uh, a man who first told me you don't miss a day of work because somebody's ready to take your spot. So was he somewhere drinking? No, getting high. No, well I don't know about the drinking. Either, man. You know he was on. He might have a little sippage. No, a little sippage. No, I'm saying during the Alcoholic. book. I'm saying during the book fair. <laughs> Was he somewhere drinking? No. Drugging? Nope. What was he doing? Working. Okay. Did you get money for the book fair? You had to. <laughs> if, you wanted that, if you wanted that book fair money, boy, you going to have to sell it. Listen, hey. listen, I tried to get that Batman and Robin book at the book fair. Did I had not to, happen. I had, no, it happened. But I had to sit on the floor and cry in order to get that book. And that book probably at the house. Cause it had Batman and Rock crying. Now that I think about it, I gotta look that shit up now. Crying worked. It worked. I got it. I got the book. Damn boy, you good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, boy. I got the book. You got it figured out, don't you? 
But no, I mean, <clears throat> I. Well, you can finish what you was gonna. Well, say. I, all I was gonna say was this: I think you gotta have a, you gotta have an agreement, you gotta have an understanding, and you gotta know strengths. Yeah. Um, life of a trucker is difficult. Life of a trucker is hard, but monetarily, it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. And we ate well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is there a cookie cutter model for a family? Don't think so. Uh, it's going to look the way it looks. I mean, if the husband is a very good mechanic and the wife is a neurosurgeon, guess who the breadwinner is? The neurosurgeon. Okay, then. Guess who's probably on call all the time? Neurosurgeon. Mm-hmm. So guess who might have to be more attentive to the kids in that scenario? The daddy. There it is. So it's no cookie-cutter, it's no cookie-cutter, you know, model for a family. I think what you got to have in any type of arrangement, family, marriage, those are arguably interchangeable. You got to have an agreement. You right. got to have an understanding. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, there was a misunderstanding somewhere, then that's a conversation to have. But the deal is the breadwinner is the breadwinner. Right. And so I, I don't disagree with that. So, but my, my thing was, did I miss it? Us being, you and I are there in the mornings. We're there when they're sick. We're there at night. We don't drive trucks. We don't drive trucks, but how do we understand and how do we, how are we able to develop or gather the idea of, okay, yes, I need to be attentive. And not only, not only just being attentive to, you know, your child, but the household alone. Two things, my opinion. Number one, we don't drive trucks. I get what I'm getting at is trucks. this. What I'm getting at is this. Every night we lay our heads in the same, under the same roof. Right. That wasn't his situation. Right. I mean, it's not going to be the same roof as the truck, but it might be in Dallas. It might be in Atlanta. It might be up in Michigan somewhere. That's where he's at, mm-hmm. getting rest. Every night, you and I go to the same location to go get rest. So we're physically there. Our jobs are not demanding in a, in a way that we can't be physically there. Right. That's one thing. Number two, we're just new age. Yeah. We've got, um, <clears throat> so I don't just want to say education because education is, uh, it's relative and we're in an information age. So we are having, if not daily, regular conversations about mental health, about, uh, child rearing. We're having conversations or we're at least seeing people have conversations about what's the most effective way to raise your kids. You see it on the news. You hear it on Power 92. Another plug. Send us some. You you get what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. And was 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 that his reality? Was that his dad's reality? Where there are conversations about um, where black men are actively engaged, whether they're talking or listening, about the well-being of children, how to rear them, the effects of, you know, I don't know, positive affirmations versus, you know. So we we are at that 
we are at that point in the world where we are there to give though we are there to actually have some nurturing moments to our children right when you say we're at that point what do you mean like so like as as a as black men today uh in today's society a lot of black men now are actually at home with their children so they're out there working but they're also at home doing nurturing things they're also at home helping with homework or they're playing outside with their kids. You know what I'm saying? So we're actually getting more of a balance as women have in the past. Men of today, men of millennials today are actually stepping in and doing more. Why do you, do you think, think that? that is? Yeah, I agree. I, I think it kind of goes back to education. And when I say education, like, you you want a certain kind of job now. It's not, and you know what? Even saying that, it's a it's a it's a wide idea of why it is now. But more people are into un- understanding the mental health aspect, not only of themselves, but the mental as mental health aspect of the children. And there's uh, either, if not significant other, the the mother as well. So they understand, hey. You need. They understand breaks now, mm-hmm. needing a break. They understand, you know, being more attentive in how, you know, in the past of their maybe their own lives or their friends' lives, when their father wasn't there, it it made a difference. So another thing, and I and I'm agreeing with you. I'm just throwing another point in here. Just so challenging. if we're no, not to challenge. I'm actually affirming and. You know, supporting what you you're saying. Um, think about work life balance. Why you got Tracy hands? No, <laughs> Tracy got some big hands, man. I don't got Tracy hands. These look. These are Melvin hands. These Melvin hands. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Them Melvin hands. But no, just if, I mean, if you think about work-life balance, right? Yeah, that ties into mental health. Mm-hmm. Now that is something that society has put a premium on, and companies are now, <clears throat> when they're looking for talent in the workforce for the company, for yeah. the company that is something that they they try to shine a light on. Hey, guess what? Um, we offer this program to help you. EAP, struggling. Yeah. you got EAP. Uh, people will even highlight, "Hey, when you, we believe when you go home at five, you're at home. We want you to take time, be with your family." Da, 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 because they realize that's important. And now their jobs are more. Some jobs mm-hmm. are more accommodating in that aspect. What do you have? You have people who are at home. Yeah. This is the deal. I um, when I was in seminary, I worked at a church in, on the south side. Well, let's let's give a little background. You have your MDiv. master's degree, MDiv. Yep. Is that MDiv? Is what master it, of divinity. Of divinity. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And that is okay. That is okay. But one thing that that um, Pastor Langdon would always say, especially when I came down here for the Christmas break and they had a lot of snow 
and you could leave Little Rock, but you couldn't land in Chicago because it was frozen. Mm-hmm. And he would just, and he would say, said it in this occasion, he would say it off, Stanley, you can't phone it in. You can't phone it in. You got to be present. You got to be present. So when you're talking work-life balance and your company is offering that to you, and now you don't, you can make a, a good living staying right here in the city and you don't have to rip and run the country. You can now, you, you don't have to phone it in with your kids. You can be present. And when you're present, that gives you opportunity for these moments that you're talking about. Right. Where... Just take um, Venus and Serena. Daddy didn't phone that in. He's well, there. there. Present. There. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot more stories like that where just by virtue of being present, certain, if I wasn't here, the conversations that he and I have had, brief, short, whatever, they don't happen. Because I'm not here. So, yeah. I mean, I think you are drawing some really good. um, You're making some really good connections and seeing where we're talking about mental health. And how people are now taking time to invest in themselves. And I guess almost by osmosis or accident, then they're involved with the people who are in their household. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Talk. Now I be rambling sometimes. I mean, I, I think that's a really a really me. big thing too in this day and age because it's like <clears throat> as black men, you want to be able to do multiple things, not just provide. You don't want to just be out here saying, Hey, I make the money, you you supposed to do everything else. No, we actually want to be involved with our kids' life. And I think me personally that's the best feeling that I've had as being a father mm-hmm. is not only that I have the flexibility to, if my daughter needs anything, she has it, but just the, the wake up and take her to school or to put her to bed at night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it never, it never occurred to me that, you know, yeah, my dad didn't get to do that as much, but it's just like, I, I love doing this with her. Because it makes her feel happy. And I know <clears throat> me and him have talked but and I and I and I, I think he always talks about, you know, you know, I told you that dad said, you know, you should I should leave one of my jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't think he understands that, you know, the things you're trying you're thinking about that I need to do with my family, that I do it. Even with being able to balance these jobs, I'm there. What if that's coming from a place of, of regret? Res- regret, and it no, it is. It coming, it's coming from regret, mm-hmm. and it's like I, I have to sit here, and I have to explain it to you, that, and I try to, and I have to explain it in a respectful way, because you know that any any type of regular words can be thrown. And seen badly at any point. Misinterpreted. Like, misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. So if, if I say, hey, I'm, in, I'm there at night and I'm there in the morning. That alone 
I try to show him makes the difference in what he's thinking that I need to be doing or mm-hmm. what I need, what I supposed to be doing. It's like you, you, you looking at the aspect of just being off. I'm able to make money and have quality time with my child mm-hmm. at the same time. Well, I'm able to do that. And it's like, and what is new to you? Boom. That's what I was going to say. What if that doesn't compute? That doesn't make sense. Like, just think about the whole, we're talking about a father that's a trucker, right? But we just, we, I guess we're, I guess we're still in a pandemic. Yeah. No, we, we, we in this mug until they get it figured out. Yeah. And they we're in, we're in a pandemic. Out. So the idea of me telling him I'm working from home. Not to say he's, because he's not dumb, not to say he's dumb and just doesn't get it. It's just when you're a trucker, you have to be, to do that job, guess what you got to be? It's a P word. What? Proactive? Present. Present. (laughs) There's no phone for that. That's no, yeah, I'm going to get on my laptop and drive the truck today. No, (laughs) you got to be there. Yeah. So that is not, and that's not disparaging against him that like he's stupid or something like that. But that just doesn't register as quickly. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute, you can, you don't have to call in, you don't have to use time off. They gonna pay you for the whole eight hours you're supposed to be working. Your baby's sitting right there. You walk to the kitchen. You made yourself a sandwich, huh? It's foreign. And, it's foreign. And you did it all in pajamas. <laughs> it's foreign. That's like it's, I, it's I just, foreign. I just I just went to it's go. I, listen, I just went to go Good see word. dad. Good language. I went to go see dad, and he said, "So what you doing?" I said, "Actually, I'm on the clock right now." He said, "What?" I said, "Yeah, it's I'm on foreign. the clock right now. It's foreign." And it's like I, it's tough to actually introduce you to that because you're still in. Your lane of life, and that's fine, because it's not hurting nobody. Uh-uh. But it's like, yeah, I now you do realize. How old are you? Twenty nine. You do realize in thirty years that's you. Your language being, is just yeah, different. Being out uh, out of tune with the world. Yeah, yeah. With the new, with the new, what what with what's current. Yeah, yeah. And you, I get that. You, uh, you, about about thirty years from now, you still gonna be pumping gas, and they, they, the, hell, even, the car's gonna be floating. Hey, even <laughs> even now, and he gonna hey, be like, I don't know why listen, they in that shit. You know listen, what I'm saying? Listen, do you got a TikTok? No, but exactly. No, we, we already out. But <laughs> <laughs> we already out. We I don't have a TikTok. I know I know people. I, but see, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you should not have that. <laughs> you people, take, it. take people, it away. People want people try to be current, and that's <laughs> that's okay. But for the majority, like these new apps, I'm not getting them. So we and all we so, already so moving it's, out. It's it's already starting. Yeah, it's already. I have an identity. I'm gonna keep is, it. It and it's not you know saying what you doing is bad, but it's saying okay I figured out what works for me. You know how people say you didn't got old and set in your ways. Mm-hmm. Really, you figured out what works, and yeah. you're not gonna deviate 
from what works. This is what kept me healthy. This is what kept me alive. I ain't rocking with that. Yeah. What y'all talking about? <laughs> you said in your way. How old are you, man? How old are you, man? Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> he like his steak like this. The beer he drinks is the beer he drinks. He might step out of there. The, he might go this way, might go that way, but hey, he going to bring it back home. Hey, that's like celebrating That's like celebrating Father's Day for me. I said, hey, I know where I want to go. You ain't got to do no surprises. You clear about what you want. Just give me this. Give me that. I'm I'm straight. You know, surprises is cool when it's when it's like gifts, but like food, nah. I know what I like, and that's give another, me what I want. And that's another reason why it's always it's always shaky when you invest in things that youth gravitate to, because their tastes are always changing. Right. You know what I'm saying? One minute this is hot, the next minute something else, and they always grabbing for the next thing. But when you talking about okay, where that Coca Cola? That Coca Cola tried and true. Send us some free plug. But that Coca Cola tried and true, man. Yeah, yeah. It ain't going nowhere. And they kept the same ingredient. Hey, for for hey. for fifty years, sixty years, whatever. It and it's still sold. It's still going. What what they say? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't. Don't touch it. Don't fix it. Yeah, man. That's that's uh that's pretty good. So all right. You got I asked about, you, this about to be a bomb. I asked you, I asked you <gasps> listen, listen, I asked you about giving your daughter the game, but how what much part of the game? How 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 much of it are you going to explain to her? How much of it when she says daddy did you ever do this when you were his age? Daddy was horrible, baby. So, but I'm hold on, sorry. wait, 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 wait. Will you, will you give her enough information for her to possibly look at you differently, or would you give her enough information to understand that at that time this is how men think and it kind of rolls over? I might lead with this. Uh, and this comes from dad. You can only you can only glean you can only glean so many gems from your dad if he's what p word present. Dad said, "I've been your age before." Yeah, you ain't been my age. You don't know what it's like over here. I've been your age before, and I guess I'd probably leave with that when I'm talking to her and just tell her, "Hey," I probably tell her, "Hey," you know, before we were your parents. We was your age. So whatever you... Just pour the rest of it. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Working from home, Captain. That'll do it. Working from home, boy. You get spoiled. You get used to things. Yeah. But no, I, I, that's how I'd probably lead. I'd say, you know, whatever you're thinking about, hey, I've been 15. Right. By the time... Yeah. By the time I'm, by the time she's 15, I would have reached 45 plus. And I'd probably say to her, I said, okay, so I've been 15 three times. Mm-hmm. And before, before we was your parents, we was you. So let me explain what I did? Let or me. let me explain what might happen. Let me explain what to expect from other men. 
give her the game in regards to or relationships. Men, relationships. Uh, I'd probably go back to some of them old sayings like. Nigga, why, like shit. No, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? You know. And, you know, that might not be a hard. I don't know. And she'll probably see this because the internet lives forever. Um, That might not be a hard abstinence campaign, but it would definitely be, well, I mean, you are a brand. And if you're going to sell your brand for cheap, they're going to buy it cheap. Mm-hmm. So, ha- so have I, some value. Listen, listen, have some value listen, to your brand. Listen, don't even add that sauce on it. Just say, if you're going to sell it for cheap, you get what you get. And walk out the room. Get in the car and drive off. Let her sit with it. You see what I'm saying? That's, a full ah! That's like a full guilt trip right there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Drop it and just walk out. Because the deal is, I think she probably want to feel like she made her own decision. So, you know, I'm going to leave you here to make it. Yeah. So, what? I mean, what if she's coming to you like, hey, dad, I like this guy at school and I don't know what to do. Well, don't do nothing. Let him do it. Is that what you're saying? I don't like that at Sam. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that at Sam. But you say, so if you say I don't know what to do, what I'd be like, well, yeah, yeah. I say if you kiss a boy, you'll blow up. Don't. That's like being like James Is Avery. Is really a lie? James Avery say all men are dog. All men are dogs. Bye bye. Hey. I mean, it's, but it's like, I, I'm going to tell you, I had saw a post on social media. I can't remember where I saw it, but they said, why don't we try to teach our children about, you know, because we've had a podcast discussion on teaching or, or, uh, trying to, or maybe it is teaching someone how to date. <laughs> Or some, how to be with somebody. But it's like, will you actually teach them how to date? How to be respectful in relationships? Will you, will you teach them what emotional uh, turmoil could possibly be while dating? Like heartbreaks. You know how I was talking about digging those holes? Yeah. So we'd probably cut straight to the chase. What are you trying to do? Give me the big picture. What you trying to do? Do you want to marry him? You want to marry him? So say say she's 18. Uh Uh-huh. And says, I want to marry this guy. What would you say? How how would your your feelings be? Possible feelings be? Let's do it right. Let's do it what? Let's do it right. What's doing it right? I don't know. But that'd be the first thing I'd say. (laughs) <laughs> Let's do it right And see that's going to buy me some time <laughs> And see that's going to buy me some time But no I mean seriously If you If we are being blat- blatantly honest Brutally honest What are your intentions If you think he's handsome And You want to screw him 
Say that. You can tell daddy that. You can so, tell daddy So you that. ain't going to be one of them dads that be like, oh, Lord. Huh? <laughs> and pass out. Because you sleep too long, she be gone. <laughs> sleep too long, she be gone. You got to stay on your toes. You got to be awake, son. No, you got you're right. to be awake, son. But no, I mean, just shoot straight. I mean, what are your intentions? Because when you when you tell me what your intentions are, then I can give the most beneficial feedback. If you say, I just want to screw up, I say, well, I don't know what I'd say. I, I, on the inside, <laughs> on, the, on the inside, I, I don't know. I might do that little fainting thing. But, you know, at least I know what I'm working with. But if you tell me I really like him, well, what do you like about him? Well, he's very smart, da, 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 and he dresses nice, and da, da, da. I said that's nice, that's nice. Well, I, if he, if he dresses nice and he's smart, I like him too. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if she says if she leaves it out, I like him. Okay, we can like him together. Yeah. You are likable, sir. Congratulations, you are liked. Yeah. I'm, I think for me, uh, if I come into the situation and my daughter is saying, "Hey, I like this guy," I'm, I'm, I'm one of the people who's gonna, I, I I'm gonna challenge why you feel the way that you feel, right? Do you so, like people that dress nice? I mean, shit, even if you dress up, okay, it don't, it don't matter to me. Mm. So, huh? If, if you tell it if all. a guy dress okay, I I don't I don't I don't have no issue with that. I I dress the way that I dress because I feel the way that I feel. I know that, but I've had conversations with you. I'm I'm, I'm tipsy. I can't remember what happened. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't even worry about it. Anyway, so what I'm what I'm looking at is all right. If Skylar is interested in this boy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Young man, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you what is it that you see in him? What is it that you envision with him? What is it that you know you hope to happen? I guess that's the same as the envision. But what what do you what do you what do you what is what is he pursuing with you? You know what I'm saying. And then in the same instance, I'm going to tell you about heartbreak. I'm going to tell you about, listen, if the shit goes south, mm-hmm. this is probably how you're going to feel. This is probably what's going to happen, and this is probably going to be the result of what's going to happen. That's parenting. But this is the deal. You're parenting from... Experience? No. Uh, That's experience like a mother. You're parenting... <laughs> you're parenting and this is why I say it's good parenting. You're almost trying to prepare her for it to go south. And 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. What if that very first time? Well, not even very first time. What if this particular guy that she's talking about is the one? I'm talking about solid brother. So what if what if I'm talking about it is and not always sunshine and rainbows but it is a one he is a wonderful addition to her life and he 
he makes your daughter better. So but you have already, to some degree, poisoned the well, saying, "Well, okay, well, if it go like this, you know, this is how you gonna feel, and see, so you gonna cry a lot, and then you gonna eat a lot of ice it, cream, right? Okay, is that, then is, you're gonna watch these chick flicks, is, is right? That, is that poison? Make yourself feel better. Okay, now do you really want chick flicks for your life? Is That's that, what you got but, to ask but yourself. But is that is that poison, or is it, or is that understanding? Possibility, because let I say this. Let's say our daughters grow this idea of a fairy tale, and I, and I say fairy tale because, uh, you know, some people develop this idea from movies and stuff, but they get this fairy tale that you know you meet a man. I say this: you date a man, and then you start to think, all right, is my time wasted if it doesn't work out, or was it was he just not the one? Yeah. So you so yeah. you have to so you have to explain to them that maybe sometimes that person wasn't the one, but what did you gain from that situation? Y'all, I'm about to drop something on y'all just hit me. Y'all ready? They not gonna grow up with a fantasy idea. Why? Disney don't even sell them no more. Your your you've got sheroes in these movies. You don't have a damsel in distress sitting up in a tower waiting on somebody to slay a dragon and climb up there to get her. She doing it herself. Wait 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 Pause. wait wait wait. wait. I'm still, let me dig. Okay. Let me dig. All right. Number two, with the pop culture music, it is not. Baby, I love you. I want to make you my wife. And bring it back. So, so <laughs> then, so, so then, so on. the the fantasy is already ripped away. They out here fucking on the scamming ass right there. You know what I'm saying? It's different. Okay, so there is no fantasy anymore. But if there's no fantasy, then there's no idea of happiness. And if you get into an idea of happiness, then you start to not. The foreign part would be heartbreak. You will say. This is what it is, and if you guys say, "Hey, I develop X, Y, Z, let's be together," and then it'd be like, "All right, we're not together no more." Look, another, how am I dealing with that? Part? Another plug between Power ninety two and ninety six five. Ninety six five don't exist. Do it? Yes, it's, it's that. Fox. It went. It went from. I don't listen to the radio. I have title. Another plug. 1950 and out. So Tracy Hands. <laughs> These are Melvin Hands. These are Melvin Hands. But what I'm saying is there is no fantasy anymore. You don't have to worry about a young lady getting caught in fantasy because the women in pop culture are telling you men ain't nothing. This is a Me Too movement, man. Even men, Okay, men. but what I'm saying is even in pop culture and there's no fantasy, there's still an idea because marriage still lives on. The idea of marriage and happiness lives on. Uh-uh. Even marriage is so unconventional now. Your, your thought process. Y'all both got daughters. Right. Y'all enjoying this? And, and, mm-hmm. This is all right. Okay. <laughs> Y'all both got daughters. And we're saying that you want to give them the game. But just to challenge your, your thought process. Stan is saying that they... Fantasy is gone because of what pop, pop culture already has. You're saying that they're looking 
relationships and saying, okay, this is relationship goal. But they literally have a relationship right in front of their eyes because their fathers are present. Okay. So they're See, not going to necessarily hey. need that game that you're saying you're trying to give her up front because they're going to be looking for individuals that pattern themselves similar to what you do. Hey. And that's fine. But at the it's same right, time, right, you still establish your that's own idea of what you for. want. In my mind, it, the way I feel is, you still, do you have the idea of what dad wanted for your life? Or mama wanted for your life? What you mean by that? I don't even understand the question. So, mama or dad probably had an idea of what you needed to be in your life. Mm-hmm. Or do you, did you do what they, what they expected of you? I, or think, did I, you do, I think I checked a lot of boxes. You check boxes, but did you do what they wanted? The end result. But I'm not saying that they're doing what you want. I don't think you can ask that question that way. As an example, what I'm basically saying, you know how people used to say women marry their fathers? Right. Because they're usually seeing their fathers, loving their mothers, treating their mothers in a certain way. Would you want your wait, 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 hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. To answer your question, (laughs) what, what happened? What you say? No, 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 I heard him. What did you say? Yeah, hell no, hell no. So wait a minute. So, but what I'm saying, you gonna give a young man a hard time as daddy, and you ain't right. No, I can give a young man a hard time when I am right, when I have lived that life, when I have did the things that I wasn't supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? So I can give that young man the understanding that, hey, I did these things and these things weren't right. I don't need my daughter to deal with this heartbreak. But if my daughter deals with this heartbreak, she's going to understand in my opinion, how to get over this shit. So, what I what I'm saying is, yes, you know how they used to say, you know how to date your, your <laughs> somebody like your father and stuff like that, and you don't know, but you don't know the ins and outs of your father. You you might understand that. Hey, I say it like this. Back in the day. Oh, what you about to do? No, listen. Oh, okay. Back in the day, back yeah, in, back in, the, back in the day, <laughs> ideally, their fathers were. They did everything that they needed to do as men, right? Ideally. Ideally, but then there was underlying things where it was like, "Hey, you got a family over here," or you know what I'm saying. You you only contributed in one way in the house, and mom never got a break. So there were parts in that that you didn't see because you were a child. Mm. You didn't understand that part. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, all right, hey, I'm going to tell you about these parts where 
it probably didn't happen with me and your mom or me and whoever, but it happened in the past. And this is what to not expect, but this is what to look out for. So that part is the the underlying issues that happened within that relationship has to be talked about, has to be discussed. I'm gonna tell you something that just hit me. Part of part of the, the this work we're talking about about giving them game would be to for us to make and this might sound weird, but just let it sink in. Make our daughters women we would want to marry. Mold your daughter into a woman you would want to marry. I, 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 and when you do that, because you can't control the external. You you can't even control your daughter. But No, you can't. But what you can do is you can influence her in such a way that she becomes a woman. I heard David Banner say it this way. He was talking about his father. He said his father, uh, well, the guy who raised him as his mm-hmm. father, uh, told him, nah, we ain't no friends. We ain't no friends. I'm your father. I'm your father. And he said when he got older and had gotten successful, his father then would sit down and drink with him. And so he said, man, why you ain't never drink with me and kick with me? He said, because I couldn't be your friend because I was trying to make you into a man that I'd want to be friends with. Right. You did what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what if instead of trying to give your daughter the game about everything that's external what if you just make what if we focused on making them so excellent that they would be the type of women that would make men around them shape up and that's what like man i I ain't gonna go over that house but listen that's 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 where the reassurance in being yourself being you're not being what i want you to be you're being yourself, but I'm giving you an understanding of the way life's, life had worked as a man from my understanding. So you give them the reassurance that, hey, yes, I understand that men do X, Y, Z. This is from my upbringing or this is from my experience. This was from my understanding. You're going to go through your own experiences. So you're you're going to you're you're going to be that. That person that, you know, men might want to be friends with, men might want to really invest with. But I'm going to make sure that you have your self-identity. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to be the complete influence of how you view men, but you will have some type of understanding of a thought process of men. You know, I was talking about um, not missing work. Yeah. Somebody, I think that's really a fundamental just in life um and when we're talking about creating a good sense of self-awareness in daughters i think it's fundamentals i think it's this is how you should dress and you don't have to go into details you don't have to you don't have to say well if you put that on you 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 you're yeah, asking you somebody to look at you you're gonna get hit on da, 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 da. you say no this is appropriate time for a young lady done we're done you leave it there. This is the standard. You deviate from the standard. You know. If you, you know. You know. You are so out of bounds. So let me ask you this: If you de- if you're deviating from the standard, is it okay for the reactions of everyone else? No. 
No. So but then you, you don't, have to talk about that. But yeah, you do, you do have to get to that point. But I think when I'm talking fundamentals, base level, this is standard. Being on time for work Let me ask you this. is standard. Let me ask you this. You be on time. Let me ask you this. Aside from the fundamentals, you have you 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 have to go that extra mile up or over. You play basketball. Right. How much of your game is, is rooted in fundamentals? A high percentage. A high percentage. Because guess what? Watch this. Can you dunk a 10-foot today? No. Can you do a 360 on a 10-foot? Today? Yeah. No. Can you pull up consistently from 30 feet and drain it? No. Consistently? No. Can you make a layup? Yes. Fundamental. Right. And fundamentals will win you a game, won't they? Tim Duncan. But your investment into, if your investment is into basketball and you're only at the fundamental level, you're going to try to hit that next level, right? My investment is into my daughter. So I'm going to try to hit that next level. But big dog, if you don't master the fundamentals. But that's the thing. The fundamentals are already mastered. It's being comfortable hitting that next level. It's being comfortable. What does the next level look like? Because I think I'm missing you. So I think the next level could be, all right, the next level could be if my daughter wants sex on a first date. Yeah, that's some next level. That's shit. some next level shit. <laughs> that's next level. You 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 talk about the emotional part. Okay. You talk about what guys would do physically, Look, but you don't ever talk about what your daughter wants. We went, physically. We went from junior varsity to the pro. So when your when your daughter wants something physically, when your daughter wants something physically, how do you respond? When she says, I, "Dad, hey, what do men think about okay. me after okay. sex on the first day?" Okay. Okay. But do you do and you I, tell them about a viewpoint of that other person after think, the first date? I think you. I think you. You run, have to. I think you run. If it was consensual between two adults, we finish married. Yeah, if it's consensual, I think you need to run it. I think you need to run it all the way down. And this is not me trying to be PC. This is not me trying to adapt PC to the ass nigga. I am in many ways. Yes, it's like I said, I got aspirations. But anyway, um, I think you got to run it down. Run the game down on both sides. You got to say, hey, this is how they're going to look. First of all, you tell son or daughter, hey, it's going to get out because people talk. So, mama asked you this. Do you want it? Do you want people to know? Are you cool with people knowing? Mm-hmm. And each individual, son or daughter, got to answer that for themselves. If, and you can get, and... I guess this is where you're talking about the next level of the game. I guess you can get into double standards and all that other type of stuff. But if daughter's like, nah, I don't want nobody to know. Well, they going to know. And if you mm-hmm. tell son, if son's like, okay, if they know, I'm like, well, okay, as long as you're cool with it because they going to know. But, and, but you're that, though. Yeah. And I, I may I, tell somebody, you got to be up front with it. Yeah, yeah, I think. You may not do it, but at least I told you to be up front with it. Yeah. But ain't but ain't nobody gonna ain't nobody gonna do that. Like he gonna just say it. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think son or daughter, you need to and I do see what you're saying now about next level when things get more complex in life. 
if they trying to go there on the first night, this is you like okay, that's this will come with it. I think I think that's fair in anything, and that's another fundamental of life. Just kind of giving somebody. It's like when you make a purchase on something, mm-hmm. they give you all that fine print. They told you what was happening. You when you sign, when you signed up for Google, they told you what they was getting ready to do with your information. They told you. They said, please read terms and conditions. They probably didn't even say please. They said read terms and conditions. And you just said, I'm going on. I got to do what I got to do. Okay. But we're going to lay it out for you. Right. So, yeah. I think that's what it, what it's got to be for a girl. Uh, we got girls. Right. Lay, just, you know, lay it out. Lay this out is what terms it is. and conditions. Terms and conditions. You can get pregnant. You can get baby. Oh. Ain't that the same thing? Yeah. You can get, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, you know, and you run it down on the same side. Hey, Mm -hmm. you can, you can get uh, something you can't get rid of. You can get something that's hard to get rid of. Or you get a baby. Or you get a baby. Oh, you weren't there because you was at work. Well, mama had said, uh. I heard. She, she said, "Listen, she said, if she get pregnant, could it be yours?" I said, "Possibly, mom." She said, "Ah, oh, no, she really did that." <laughs> we really was sitting, bro. I was sitting on the couch in the living room, and, and she the, was at the table in the kitchen. And that's the funny thing about having this conversation with him <laughs> on camera, recorded, because it's like. I know the dirt. Because it was it was it was like a face to face. Not only a eye opener, but a, uh, <laughs> a possibility of what if Did with my really mom. Did she fall back? Did she yeah. really do the whole? She was in the chair. She said, "If this girl get pregnant, could it possibly be yours?" And I said, because I had on my Jay Fair practice jersey, and I'm sitting on the couch. I said, yeah, mama. She said, oh, no. Because you ain't had no job. <laughs> you ain't had no job. You ain't got no car. I didn't have no job. It was, you ain't it got was, no money. It was 10th grade. I'm a, I'm, but I'm I'm going to tell you some 100 shit, though. Mm-hmm. When I was dating my ex in high school, mm-hmm. and I thought she might have been pregnant. You a wild like that now. Nigga, that, that ain't the point. I'm trying to get to the point. See. <laughs> so, now you're starting to see the clear divide between me and this man. See, there there's a certain risk. I was too scared. I was too scared to screw up. There was certain risk I just didn't take. He took it all the way. Different boundaries. Different boundaries. I said, the family counting on me. I got to try to do something. He didn't care. He said, fuck the fam. He just went for no. it. No. So what it was was. High school. High school. You I, listen, listen. I didn't even know. I, I, was, I was. Listen. It was 10th grade. I was in Miss Choke class. English teacher. I was looking up jobs. I was like, you know what? Even if she is, I'm ready. I love you. I'm ready. It's whatever. I'm going to take care of this kid. I'm going to still go to college. I'm going to be that man for that kid. So, I, it was like stepping up ain't been an issue for me. But I'm not, I'm not he drunk. Said, he said, I'm going to be 
As I take <laughs> another sip. That I'm sure somebody spit in. Because <laughs> you didn't see yourself. You said, I'm going to be that man. <laughs> for that kid. I was like, I was like, he grooving. What is going on? No, but I mean, this this is this is a situation that happened though. So it was like when mama when mom had asked me about <laughs> old girl, it was like, you know, yeah, it, it's a possibility, but I doubt it would happen. So that was when she understood that's when she found out her youngest son was having sex. And she lost. <laughs> she and I, I'm, I'm home that summer from college, right? Yeah, and you I was, was at work. Working at Baptist. You was at work. And uh, another plug, in the summer. Thanks, uh, Uh, what was I even really say, bro? You was talking about you was at work. Oh. And this, I'm hearing the story secondhand. I'm not there in the moment. Uh. Is this when the lady came to the house? Yeah. The lady comes to the house. Yo daughter been having I mean, your son been having sex with my daughter. My mom said, My son is at work. <laughs> I ain't talking about the older one. <laughs> Mama she said, Don my heart hit my stomach. I was like, Stephen? You wildin'. Whole devil in the house. Don't Mind you, know. my name is Stefan. Stefan. Anyway. Stefan when emotions <laughs> run out. Stefan. Just run it together. Yeah. Yeah, see, uh, yeah. that's when dad jacked me up because I had on the, uh, uh, I had them, I remember the clothes I had on. He said, what? And I was like, bro, keep it real, bro. You not really messed up about this shit. As long as I ain't got no kids, you not messed up about this shit. Because right. when we was riding, put a, put a lid on it. <laughs> put a lid on Man, it. Man, the oh, internet bro. lives forever. Just remember that the internet lives forever. Man, the internet lives forever. It, you going to be 62 and somebody going to dig this up on you. I'm 62. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm 62 Mm-mm. If nah, you wanna be pissed off you. at me Fuck you Let me tell you His daughter gonna be 13 And it's gonna come back up Because the internet lives forever If my daughter 13 This goes back to us telling the game If this is what you're gonna do Expect for a possibility For this to happen And if it don't happen Fine